0: On this episode of Money with Friends, three things investors should know about economic recessions with Plutus Foundation founder, Harlan Landis. It is Tuesday, July 21st. This is Money with Friends. Welcome to the Money with Friends Podcast. I am certified financial planner Bobby Rebel, host of the Financial Grown Up Podcast, coming to you from my very grown-up kitchen in New York City.
1: And I'm Harlan Landis, founder of the Plutus Foundation, coming to you from Yardley, Pennsylvania.
0: This is the Money News Show that includes commentary on recent headlines and stories with thought leaders from across the financial landscape, like Harlan Landis. We break down those stories into what matters to you, our friends, and we leave you with a takeaway to make it your own. And this episode of Money with Friends is sponsored by Netgear. Find out what makes Netgear America's number one choice for Wi-Fi at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That is is slash Best Wi-Fi, and I can tell you for sure, working from home, your Wi-Fi matters, right, Harlan?
1: Oh, absolutely. The last time I were recording, uh, we were recording this, my Wi-Fi went out. Uh, luckily, I was able to jump back in, but certainly frustrating when Wi-Fi doesn't work when you when you expect it to. Yes,
0: yeah, so it's more more important than ever to make sure you've got the best Wi-Fi. Harlan, welcome back. It's been about four weeks since you've joined us here on Money with Friends. Tell us uh, what's been going on with you. I know you're getting we're getting much closer to the Plutus Awards
1: yeah yeah it's it's nearly here um, for those watching live right now today is the final day to get your nominations and entries in uh, for uh, financial bloggers influencers podcasters this is the award ceremony that's like the Oscars uh it is uh, we celebrate the best the most uh the excellence within uh, financial writing and speaking and podcasting and video creating and so much more and uh, and we're uh, having a great season so far we've a lot of great nominations in a lot of great entries the panel that we have that goes through and does all the hard work to determine who the uh finalists and eventual winners will be have their work cut out for them that's for sure
0: yes there's a lot of great content out there and even this show was nominated last year although we did not win just saying this is a new year though harlan this is a new
1: year this is a new year and a new year uh, and being a finalist is certainly uh, that already puts every, you know, yes. anyone who's a finalist has already succeeded quite a bit, so it's great. We are just honored to be nominated.
0: Let's see which one of our money friends is going to bring us into the headline today.
1: This is Andy from Derby, Vermont. PE ratios, stock purchase plans, Federal Reserve meetings. We must be getting ready for another episode of Money with Friends. Three things investors should know about economic recessions. The U.S. is officially in a recession. Here's what you should know. And this is by Catherine Brock from The Motley Fool. It was early June when the National Bureau of Economic Research announced that the coronavirus recession began on February 20th, 2020. The news didn't surprise anyone. Of course, the economy had contracted. That's what happens when much of the country shuts down temporarily to fend off a global pandemic. Households, too, were already feeling recession shockwaves in the form of massive unemployment. Still, knowing that this recession has been underway for months does add some important context. Given how recessions have historically behaved, that context can influence your investment approach for the remainder of 2020. Here are three critical lessons on recessions and how to apply them. Number one, stock market trends can predict economic ones. Recessions and bear markets often happen together. But they're not one and the same. A recession is official once the economy has two consecutive quarters of negative gross domestic product, GDP. A bear market, on the other hand, is a period of extended share price declines during which prices fall 20% or more from their previous highs. History shows us that bear markets often start before the recession begins and, importantly, reverse while the recession is still ongoing. Remember the Great Recession of 2008? That economic cycle ended in June of 2009, but the stock market bottomed and turned positive three months earlier. Those predictive gains are fueled by optimistic investors who sense an economic recovery is on the way. That dynamic helps explain why the stock market rallied back so quickly after the March crash, even as the economy still shows high unemployment and low production. Investors largely believe we've turned the corner, economically speaking, and will be back to growth by year end. That outlook drives share prices up for now. The takeaways here, recognize that recessions and bear markets don't move in lockstep. And don't be afraid to invest during an economic recession. Sometimes the stock market recovery is already underway by the time the recession is made official. Do take the precaution, though, of only investing cash you won't need to use for five years or so. Just in case. Should the pandemic worsen significantly, that may influence investor sentiment and drive another cycle of falling share prices. Only invest if you're emotionally and financially prepared for that possibility.
0: All right, number two on average, recessions last 11 months. They feel like forever, I think, sometimes, but okay. On average, recessions last 11 months. History says recessions last anywhere from six months to 18 months, with the average duration being just over 11 months. If history repeats itself, the coronavirus recession might continue through the end of 2020 or possibly into the middle of 2021. Use that timeline to clarify what your cash needs might be for the next year and how that affects your investment activities. And I'm going to skip forward to number three a little bit. Um, In a recession, cash is king. You know what it takes to survive a recession personally, an ample store of cash, low expenses, minimal debt, and a stable income outlook. Signs of financial resilience include low debt, strong cash flow, stable profitability, and a consistent or rising dividend. A recognized brand, loyal customer base, and experienced management team also contribute. And then the article wraps up by saying that recessions, and reminding us, recessions are temporary. Economic recessions like bear markets are always temporary. Assuming you have enough cash on hand to survive any potential income loss, you can and should stay invested through both. If you're worried about portfolio volatility through the remainder of this year, look for opportunities to add financially resilient companies or even low cost, large cap mutual funds to your holdings. And I do want to just mention again that this is by Catherine Brock at The Motley Fool. Harlan, what stands out here the most? There's a lot here.
1: Yeah, there's a lot to take in. And, you know, there, there are a lot of assumptions here, too. Um, the assumption is that people are prepared to take advantage uh, of the, the lower stock prices in a recession. And, uh, you know, one one thing that's it it's kind of the article says this, but not in so many words. But when you have unemployment, high unemployment at the same time as a stock market uh, dip or recession, then you're you're dealing with with the fact that everyone's saying, "All right, this is the time to you know take advantage of the money that you have saved away." Uh, but when you're in a personal emergency, if unemployment is affecting you at the same time that there is uh, there's a recession, then you 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 are not. Uh, you're not as agile and not as prepared to take advantage of that situation, um, which 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 is a problem that I think we see a lot of people facing. At least uh, you know the the um, the financial influencers that I talk to, they're 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 telling me about their audiences who want to be able to take advantage and they want to put uh, they they want to do what they can to um, solidify their financial situation during this time, but. When everything hits at the same time, you are you're in a much difficult position and not able to do that. So so that's something that um, that I try to pay attention to when I'm talking to people about financial advice and, and thinking about what they should do going forward. Not everyone is able to take advantage of the opportunity.
0: Right. And if you can, I mean, the truth is we tell people that they should not be timing the market. But in a way, this is. Um, In our audience here, we are recording this on Facebook Live. Ron is pointing out, um, first of all, he's saying it would take ice in your veins to come off cash and buy large amounts of stock. Um, But DCA for the win. That means dollar cost averaging. So dollar cost averaging... the idea is basically keep buying, you know, you're buying at regular intervals, probably with the same amount of money that makes sense to keep doing. If you feel confident you have a big enough emergency fund. Um, I love the, it would take ice in your veins to come off cash, but a lot of the most successful investors do do that. They do buy, they have the liquidity to do it, but they do buy at times when no one else would have it in them to buy. And that is not easy to do, but, People, look, people bought. When the Dow was plummeting in March, there are people that bought, that's how it came up, right? Because somebody came in and bought. So it's tough to do. We're also giving people mixed messages here because we're telling people to build up your cash reserves in case it goes longer and make sure that you're very strong financially because you may have a job now, but maybe you won't in early 2021 and this could continue past then. So we're telling people to really create a situation where you're not gonna be in a cash crunch so it's it, you know not everyone has that much money that they can be doing all the things.
1: Yeah, I I think, you know, this is a good reminder. Anytime um, people lose jobs or are just struggling financially, uh, it is a good reminder so that when they when we come out of this and and, uh, there's um, everyone has jobs again. And, uh, you know, any every individual person has a job that, uh, you know, not everyone, but enough people have a job. You have a job. uh, It's it, it it does change the the mindset and people are more willing to put money away and start saving up. It's uh it's when that has been happening for years and people have been feeling good that we kind of forget those habits and we go back to spending. Um if we just continue as much as possible during the good times, uh putting money away, saving money for those times and just evening things out, um, that would be that would put everyone who does that in a better position to take advantage in the next time there's a recession. Uh, but it's, it's hard to do when people follow trends, and as the economy does get better, people often forget um, and uh, just give in to the exuberance again.
0: Exactly. And you know, the truth is also people are affected in different ways by recessions. And if you're not directly economically affected, sometimes your mindset is very different. We did put out to our Instagram audience, which by the way, everyone, the handle is at money friends pod, please join us there. Have you been economically impacted yet by the recession? What do you think our money friends said on our Instagram poll? Yes or no? Have you been economically impacted yet by the recession?
1: Yeah, I think just about everyone's been um, impacted. I'm, I, I'm sure there are, are people who haven't. But I think in general, the response you're going to get from this is that people have been impacted. And the impact, the effect is going to vary um, between people. Um, there's, there's always some kind of effect, whether it's uh, in employment or in um, investments, they're going to feel the impact.
0: So, this is really interesting, Harlan. I would have had the same gut instinct, but we had 21% said yes, they have been economically impacted by the recession, and 79% said no. The only thing, I mean, well, what do you think? Why do you think we got that answer? Because we were both wrong, basically.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think maybe, uh, you know, there, I think it's certainly possible that there are people who aren't feeling the effects. Um, there are people who are certainly still working. And, um, you know, and and perhaps people don't look at their investments and see uh, the value. And I think something. Well, the stock right market has is, gone
0: back up, so that that right, has not affected that. That's them. the thing, right? Yeah, but the jobs. Right. So,
1: if there was an effect, maybe it, there was an effect, and then the stock market has recovered um, mostly, so that effect has gone away.
0: And then for jobs, I maybe maybe what I'm thinking that we didn't really factor into our incorrect answer was that for now they're not being impacted because people that have jobs that are furloughed or on pause or have businesses have gotten government help, whether it's the $600 supplement in addition to the unemployment or whether it's PPP loans or other kinds of government assistance. So right now that's sort of masking what's happening. And we did ask people to elaborate on their answers. Do you want to share some of those?
1: Sure. Let's see. We have, um, uh, York and bell, um, Responded, not directly, but if you count 401k, then yes. So you can see that some investments are definitely affected here. Um, Let's see what else we have. Indie Cool Chick says, a company I work for stopped our retirement match, cut the mobile Mm. stipend and pay cuts. So that's... That's quite an an effect. There's still a job in this case, uh, but the uh, the benefits are being cut uh, in order to keep the company, um, you know, still moving forward and probably to avoid um, layoffs. Yeah. Let's see. We have uh, John J Hickey. My wife's children's party hall revenue is down eighty percent. So wow. huge impact to the events industry here. Um, and you know, we're as as someone who plans events myself, and certainly everything is on hold. And uh, I know many um, performers and uh, event uh, type of workers who are just out of work or have been laid off right now. So the event industry is is really feeling the effect of the uh, coronavirus.
0: Yeah, and and also even just, you know, our lifestyles are affected economically. Um, we have Net saying my husband worked from home fifty percent before, and now one hundred percent. I am still a stay-at-home mom. I mean, that is very it really upsets the balance of your general life at home because if she's a stay-at-home mom, also the kids are home and they're usually probably at school or camp or other activities during the day. Certainly during the school year, they're not at home. So now everyone's at home. That's got to be really hard for everyone. Her husband's got to manage his work from home with all of those distractions. And she's, of course, got her routine with the children that's, you know, probably a little bit off balance. So that all is very difficult to manage. And I think that as we settle into this, because it doesn't look like we're going to be done with this recession and this um, quarantine in some form for quite some time. It will probably start to hit people the impact of it a little bit more, and we'll see what the you know as we record this, the government's discussing other, uh, other support, you know, some kind of extension to the CARES Act, etc. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what comes out of that, and and how it's uh, you know how 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 things are distributed, and and whether everyone gets what uh, what ho- hopefully will help them out.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give you a minute to think about your takeaway and the wisdom you're going to share with our Money with Friends audience today. But first, I want to thank Netgear for sponsoring this episode of Money with Friends, because as we've mentioned, working from home is great, except when it's not. And for me, the difference between a good day and a bad one, Harlan, comes down to how good my Wi-Fi is. So people don't mess around with your Wi-Fi. You got to bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6 from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6 is the best and latest in Wi-Fi. It covers your entire home, with the fastest Wi-Fi for uninterrupted streaming, video calling, and working and learning from home on more devices than ever before in any part of the house. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered, ready for the best Wi-Fi ever. Find out what makes Netgear's America's number one choice for Wi-Fi at netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. That's netgear.com slash best Wi-Fi. All right, Harlan, you're up. Share some wisdom with us.
1: Yeah, I, th- I think uh, just like the article says, it's important to remember that everything that's going on in the world is temporary. Sometimes we think the the, the um, we we take the recency bias is, is the idea that you take the things that have happened most recently and just predict the future based on the most recent events extending out into the future. But uh, it's if, if you can get past that and just know that we always bounce back and uh, it just takes a varying amount of time. If we can get through the tough times now, um, take advantage of the opportunities that you can, and if you can't, just hang on as much as possible because things are gonna get better. Regardless of anything negative that's going on, things are going to get better. And I know that often sounds like a uh, a naive, uh, optimistic view of the world, but it's been proven to be true. So just hang on, hang on for a little bit longer and uh, things are going to get better and appreciate those things when they are better.
0: I think that last part is the most important thing because we are learning to appreciate what really matters in our lives so much more. We've taken away so many distractions and really focused on our friends and family. And that's what people miss. People miss their friends. Nobody misses owning an object or something like that. People really miss just their friends and family that they don't get to give a big hug to and say hello in person and that kind of thing. So that was really good Harlan. Um, I, I, mine's mine's okay next to that but anyway here goes my (laughs) takeaway um even if you do nothing new save this article and for if or when you freak out because something that you can't control happens like the market going down a lot in a short period of time or you or someone you are financially tied to loses a job or big clients take this article out and read it to take the emotion out and use it as a framework to make a plan
1: awesome all right yeah that's really good
0: I hope that that helps people. I thank you for bringing this article to our attention. You chose it Harlan. And I think it was a really good discussion about what we can and can't control most of all, because a lot of this is out of our control and we just can't get upset about it. Just do your best, make the best decisions you can with the choices that you do have. And, um, just always try to create new choices. Harlan, if people want to choose to get in touch with you, how can they do
1: so? Well, certainly, uh, Instagram and Twitter are great at Plutus Awards um, and uh, at Harlan Landis if you want to contact me that way as well. And PlutusFoundation.org is the best place to see what I'm up to.
0: Love that. Thank you so much. You're going to be back tomorrow. We are going to be talking about a new rule that looks like it protects consumers but and investors, I should say, but maybe not as much as you would like it to. So everyone join us tomorrow. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MoneyFriendsPod and learn more about Harlan and all of our co-hosts and all about the show and schedules and all those things. Our website is moneywithfriendspodcast.com. I think I got it all in. Thank you, Haro Landis. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everyone. Thank you, Bobby. This show's created and hosted by us, Joe Salcihai and Bobby Rebel, and it's edited and produced by Ashley Wall. Money with Friends is a product of Money with Friends, LLC, copyright 2020.